Welcome to the Digestible Dynamics Podcast, a podcast for the innovators from the experts. We know that you're busier than ever, and the last thing you need as a business applications innovator is a lengthy, drawn-out podcast where you walk away with the possibility of learning something new. Well, that's how the Digestible Dynamics Podcast is different. Each episode will contain one digestible tidbit about Dynamics 365 that you can immediately apply to your business. With the combined experience of three decades in the business application space, Dr. KJ and I understand that the power of technology is not about the features and functions, but rather the value it can bring to your business to help you transform and drive growth. That's why we'll focus on the most useful things that you need to know about the Dynamics 365 platform. Welcome everyone to the Digestible Dynamics Podcast, your number one source for snackable tidbits that help you optimize your Dynamics 365 experience. The financial services industry encompasses all the different sides of the industry, covers banking, home, business and auto loans, private equity, investments and securities, and much, much more. Despite the broad definition of the industry, one specific issue is critical to a financial institution's success today. In fact, I'd argue that it matters more now than it ever has. And that is the customer experience. Whether you're looking to get a loan or invest in any type of a fund or an asset, your customer experience matters. A poor customer experience can mean the difference between deciding on one financial institution over another. Today's guest knows a thing or two on how the financial services industry organizations are utilizing Dynamics 365 to improve and transform their existing customer experience journey. Digestible Dynamics, I'd like to introduce you to Landy Wingard, from Hitachi Solutions. Landy Wingard serves as Industry Vice President of Financial Services at Hitachi Solutions, a global business application consultancy specialized in Microsoft Business Applications and Microsoft Azure Cloud Services. With over 20 years of experience, his focus is helping clients and partners improve performance via the Microsoft platform and supporting technologies. His career at Hitachi Solutions includes partnership and support for hundreds of developments in North America and international markets across a range of verticals within financial services, including banks, credit unions, private equity, asset investment management, and professional advisory. He currently leads go-to-market strategies for financial services solutions and innovations centered around customer engagement, data management, intelligence, application modernization, and change management. Landy joined Hitachi Solutions in 2005 and became Vice President of Financial Services in 2014. Prior to 2014, he served as Industry Director of Banking and Capital Markets for Customer Effective. Previously, he held sales and management roles at Infor Global Solutions and MCI Telecommunications. He is a graduate of the Citadel. Welcome, Landy. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Love it. Well, we're going to dive right in here. And I want to ask you, what are the top digital transformation obstacles customers are facing in the FSI industry? Oh, wow. Where to begin? Where to begin? Well, I think uh, obviously you're seeing uh, dynamic with competition, fintechs, the rise of fintechs. I think obviously regulation and a lot of the, a lot of the things that you have to deal with and that folks have been dealing with there for some time. I think in recent years, it's, it's really more around wrangling data, organizing big data. These institutions, these organizations have vast amounts of data, not always accessible, not always something I can get to, but it's there and and really organizing that and making it useful. And then obviously analyzing that data and giving the end users, if they're customer facing or if they're representatives that are selling, 
intelligence so that they can help help that customer better and or provide better financial services from a sales perspective. Obviously, from a marketing perspective as well and positioning products, new products along those lines. And then I would say equal to all of that, and there's quite a few, obviously, but customer experience, the rise of consumer expectations has obviously crossed into the enterprise. People expect this guy right here to be a part of that. And I need to be able, whether it's a banking app or whether it's an application from a, an investment management, I need it to be easy as ordering a coffee. So that customer experience, that member experience, those expectations tend to be tremendous challenges in this space. And then lastly, uh, I know I said that was probably my last one, but I think when you talk about understanding the customer, there's all these new signals. Now that we've opened this can of worms up, there's all this information, these channels of information that can be useful to help us better serve that customer. How do we integrate that with the already large and vast amounts of data that we have first party into that pipeline of information? And then not only take that information, but improve the velocity of it so that we can better recommend product services, financial advice as part of that. Love it. So if I understand what you're saying, there's a lot of moving parts happening, but at the crux of it is the industry itself having to evolve and transform at the same time, trying to keep up with the modern day customer experience expectations. They're kind of butting heads in a way, but am I understanding that correctly? Absolutely. Almost like aerial refueling, right? So you've got you've got to continue to to serve your customer, transactions, protect their information, abide by regulations, but then all at the same time, leverage and try to innovate in this process to keep up with your competitors, keep, keep up with new market entrants, those types of things. So absolutely. Yeah, and as we, as we look at this, I, I think of it a, a little different, right? You're just baselining your customers. When you talk about that data, right? You talk about baselining your customers on a solution, and then you say, okay, this is what we've done first. This is step one. Step two, now let's see how can you use that data with inside your environment. Then step three, you're then taking it into the the future, so to speak, with the intelligence, the, the artificial intelligence and so forth, all the different tools and modules that Dynamics comes with. Is that kind of a right, right way to look at it? Absolutely. I think uh, a lot of folks struggle with vision and 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 obviously where you can go versus what can we get done and what we can do in the next or near term i used to have a, a colleague that would you know it's a, a, you've probably heard this before but incremental improvement is better than delayed perfection uh so <laughs> it's a constant battle to to get some of those fundamentals and then obviously best practices and things like that change during that process so there are areas where you can shore those traditional challenges up as part of that process. Awesome. Let's switch gears then a little bit. So how are you seeing your customers actually use Dynamics 365 and FSI? Well, I think largely across all financial services, and we we certainly report all the verticals and sub-verticals there. I would say largely most of them, from a fintech to your traditional banks, credit unions, asset management, investment management, private equity, real estate, as well as your insurance, which is a, an, an entirely vast area. But I would say across all those functional roles, when we talk about functional roles at sales, service, marketing, 
operations, you know, from an onboarding perspective, background checks. And I would largely classify that as making processes more efficient, business process management, and having the audit trail and the transaction history behind that so that we can obviously align with whatever the the regulatory, and there are many for for all of them and, and many across all of the, the entire, entire group there, but maintaining alignment there. So, you know, deal management, opportunity and pipeline management from a selling perspective, referral management is big. Sometimes in, uh, particularly in capital markets, there isn't really necessarily a client. There are intermediaries and relationships. And sometimes those relationships can serve different roles on a transaction. I may be an intermediary that brought you this deal versus uh, an advisor on a deal six months from now because we have a relationship. And so folks are leveraging it to see not only the who those relationships are within an organization, but the different dimensions of that relationship and the expertise around that person. And then I would also say from a marketing and broaden that probably from a commu- into a communication. So it's not all marketing. Hey, here's some new stuff we have coming out. I'm going to inundate it with you on emails. It's commentary. It's referral management and making sure that we have visibility to all the constituents that participate in a transaction, a deal as part of that. So I would say in summary, across all those groups and different facets, I'm giving you a little bit of flavor from bank, capital markets, obviously insurance. Oh, I love it. I would say uh, in addition to that, there are uh, other things that we're doing from a non-client, non-relationship. So tracking transactional company dimensions, property dimensions, investments around the, the assets and the various asset classes as an extension as part of that. And Certainly, I know we'll talk about it, but that that involves a lot of integration to not only the front office, but middle and back office and, and a, lot, a lot of these institutions. Wow. There's a lot that's happening in other words as well. And, and I want to kind of bring up a point you, you mentioned earlier when you're talking about the different signals, all the data that's happening, where customers having their phones and accessing banking information from their phones. That to me screams security. So how are you handling those conversations or how is Dynamics helping in those capacities to help further secure the PII involved in FSI? Well, I think that that speaks to a lot of the work that Microsoft has done from both a Dynamics platform, but even the broader Microsoft platform in terms of securing not only the end user and the entitlements so who can see what information, but also the data itself from growing legs and, and going somewhere it shouldn't go. And we do a lot around that, you know, from a baseline security, protection, intrusion, but then also the data security around dynamics, uh, making sure that that's that's feasible. I think one of the strengths that we have as an overall platform is to be able to address that in a multi-line of business environment. A lot of companies that we go into, they may be running some of your traditional Oracle or Salesforce.com or what have you. They're fine systems. A lot of times they have challenges with handling the specific requirements in a line of business within a single, we'll say a single database instance, not to get too technical there. But you know, you may have lines of businesses like wealth management in a bank versus commercial versus retail. They all may share customer information at the top level, but then or common information, but then there's specific pieces of information that, hey, I'm not allowed to see that. 
but we're both sharing that same customer. So we're able to go in and address that very easily when traditionally that was that was often a challenge and, and keep things secure from, from not only a customer perspective and data perspective, but entitlements and things like that within the organization. No, exactly, Landy. I think you you bring up a really good point. And this this goes in kind of to my next little question is what about the integrations? Right. You talked about having one customer or or client that is the same in, you know, one facet of dynamics and maybe looking at another module in dynamics, they're that same person again. So what is Hitachi Solutions doing? to ensure the customer is seeing that value with their investment? Great, great question. And, and when you're in financial services, it's almost a, just like security integration. is It's a given. The old geometry, right. you have your givens, it's a given. You're going to be dealing with personal information. You're going to be dealing with security and data. And you're going to be doing some integration. Our philosophy and our really... Our perspective on that is, and you'll hear me say this to customers all the time, it is not the system of record, it is the relationship system of record. Systems of record, yeah, core banking systems, line of business systems, wealth management, those are, those are systems of record. They have account information. Operationally, they have to be in place to the penny. We are not looking to replace that. We are looking to take and harness the useful information, sometimes abbreviated as summary information, and sometimes recommendations. So we're not necessarily moving the data. Years ago, you'd say, well, when we go in and integrate, well, we're going to grab this data, this data, this data, because we want to get that 360-degree view. That has evolved into, okay, first of all, that's expensive to do. So we're not going down that road. And secondarily, from a practical perspective, that's not what customer-facing people require what they require is the answer or the recommendation at that point in time. And so what we're really, as we've evolved, we're really moving the information from an answer or a recommendation Well, moving into that, that structure as opposed to, to forklifting all the data in and out of these systems. So we're certainly using modern web services-oriented, uh, services-oriented architecture approaches on all these. We're looking at data state modernization sometimes as a foundational step to really optimize the success of these business applications. So yeah, from an integration standpoint, it's driven by the business, but from a best practices standpoint, you know, we, we come in and say, hey, let's, let's get that useful information there, but now let's take it a step further and actually maybe even scoot that person along the path of, of helping them decide and make decisions as part of that, making them smarter. Absolutely. And speaking of that, that sounds very, it sounds like you're moving the customers from a reactive position to more proactive. And when I think of that, after I say it, it reminds me a lot of AI and having things like predictions, like you said, help them kind of move a customer or a client further along, even when they, they're not even sure that they uh, could this product could be useful for them. So are you seeing a lot of AI being used with the customers you're working with today? Absolutely. And I think probably the two big areas we're seeing it are on, obviously, customer-facing recommendations, financial advice, that intersection of, hey, I need something as a customer, it's time to I'm aligned with that customer and what they need. I'll backtrack and talk a little bit about the the converse of that and what we've experienced because many of us have. The other side is, uh, I would say, on the productivity. And you think about things with Viva, but when you think about getting into meetings and 
working more efficiently. Obviously, we've had a disruption in the last couple of years, but even down to you know calendar scheduling, if I got to go to Chicago next week, I lay down an anchor meeting. We're seeing where folks are leveraging the platform to provide, hey, here are the last five meetings you had in Chicago. Here are the customers you had there. So that's intelligence that surfaced much like you would get from Netflix on recommendations back to that end user to help them drive uh, more efficiency in their day and help them fill their calendar and be more efficient with the, you know, the travel cost. And, you know, if you got to go to Chicago, that type of thing. So I think both on, on the recommendation and data side, you know, from, from a customer facing perspective, but also on a personal productivity, those are two of the biggest areas, obviously other areas we could talk about too, from a, a BI and, and executive decision-making process, which, which we're, we're always doing. That's totally awesome. And, you know, I definitely need to sit back down and uh, take some time to watch some Netflix. I need to catch up. So <laughs> thanks for yet. pointing that out. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, no, but I really want to ask. So if we look at Hitachi Solutions, you have hundreds of customers, thousands of customers, right? So please share with the audience what is your favorite story, you know, around dynamics that, that you could tell the audience about? Oh, gosh. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great one. I've got a lot of those. I get into some of the, as, as an industry person, I feel like I'm more aligned with those end users, punching those keys. Uh, when we talk about adoption, that's probably our biggest challenge across financial services. You've got folks that are on capital market, they're deal makers, right? They've got EAs, they've got, they're on the go. They're using these guys. They rarely open a laptop. If they do, it's looking at, you know, maybe capital models. They're not necessarily raising and jumping out of bed like Fred Flintstone to go do CRM or relationship management every day. So, you know, one of the stories uh, from, from a wealth management, private wealth management group, obviously you've got some M&A activity going on. One of my favorite stories, you know, to help drive adoption with with advisors. One of the advisors was was had a I won't take credit for his strategy, but his strategy was look at companies that weren't or being newly acquired where they didn't have a 401k or retirement plan. You know, there's always a transitional period. And so for IRA rollovers, very good target. So you land two, there's probably an entire company of maybe a hundred or thousands of people that represent a target prospect audience. And so we were able to, to, to leverage, I won't get into the technical details, but leverage some of that intelligence within the platform to recognize and also create lists, target lists based on some of those strategies. And I thought that was innovative on their part, but obviously uh, very easy from a, I won't say very easy, but the technology is there to, to, to help automate and surface some of that information. So they were able to do campaigns and this guy was able to not only add new customers, I think he was adding like 25, 30% growth in the first quarter and then hit some like 60% growth and then was able to uh, even round out some additional, uh, obviously that, that from an assets perspective, that's even more obviously. Man, that's a great story. Landy, we really appreciate everything that you've covered from the FSI perspective, talking about the transformation and customer experience, relaying it back to security and highlighting how important integration is going to be and just exactly how Hitachi Solutions is helping customers in the FSI. 
uh, space. So thank you so much for being on the Digestible Dynamics podcast. We definitely want to have you back on to talk more about nitty gritty details about things you talked about today. Absolutely. I'd look forward to it anytime. Thanks, Landy. Appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to Digestible Dynamics podcast, a show for you, the innovators, with content directly from the experts. While we only cover one tidbit of Dynamics 365 per episode, if you want to learn more, head over to our LinkedIn page by searching for Digestible Dynamics on LinkedIn so that we can guide you to the right resource to help you maximize your Dynamics 365 experience. If you have any other questions, email your host, KJ and KG at digestibledynamics at microsoft.com. Until next time, folks. <laughs>